What? I don't know what Andrew said. I was too I busy said, talking. I said, let's go. Let's like go. Mario. Mario. <gasps> that reminds me. What is that um, Mario rap that you guys talked about in one of the first episodes of this? I couldn't find it on YouTube as I wanted. It like, popped into my head for some reason. The Super Mario Brothers 3 or whatever the oh, fuck. Oh, that's the uh, Nirvana Nintendo the Band the Show. Shop song. Yeah. You guys well, both talked at the oh, same fine. time. Okay. Yeah. Here. So it's the Nintendo eShop song cover from Nirvana the Band the Show. Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I knew it was the Wii Shop theme, so I was like, Mario rap Wii Shop, and nothing <laughs> would come up. Okay, it's called Nirvana the Show. Nirvana the Band of the Show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nirvana the Band the Show, Nintendo eShop rap? I, I, think the, I think the actual name of the video is Update Day. Yep, Update Day, Nirvana <laughs> the Band the Show. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, now I know. That's what you've been just weighing down your brain yeah, all day. Just tossing to and turning. It. Yeah. For like the last week. Oh, God, what is it? And then I like forget right before the podcast starts and I can ask you guys and then re-remember it immediately after being done and don't send you a message or anything. Yeah. That's me. That's a me. Mario. <laughs> Have you guys seen any of the uh, pictures of the Super Nintendo World theme park? No. No. What? There's a Super Nintendo World theme park? Yeah. Or there's going to be... Super Nintendo World or like Nintendo World that's called Super Nintendo World? Uh, Nintendo World. Like SNES World? uh, Nintendo World. (laughs) Okay. Okay, No, no. It's just the SNES. Just the SNES games. (laughs) Just like Mike, or just like Super Punch Out, Mario World, like Off Road, The Baja, all these games that I played, NBA Jam, 1997 or whatever it was, Madden 94. They, Hell yeah. they know where they peaked. Yep. Sticking, sticking to their guns. There was like a Zelda game, but I didn't have it. <laughs> I didn't know what Zelda was until like middle school. Would Ryan like... Yeah, Ryan, you probably wouldn't like A Link to the Past. Is it on Super Nintendo? It is. I don't think I'd like any Super Nintendo games that I didn't play as a young child. <laughs> like, that's, those games are awful. They're only good for nostalgia value. Well, I don't know, man. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Best Super Nintendo games. Oh, God. This is episode 80, yeah, 85 of the Quarantine Cast, sponsored by Volunteer. I Union, implore by the way. you... Yeah, I implore you to find... I think I talked over the intro, by the way, but who cares? Doesn't matter. Uh, I implore you to find a single person that did not play those games in their childhood that is ranking them amongst, like, the best video games ever made. Like, if you played them in your childhood, then yeah, you probably have nostalgia for them and everything, but they're not objectively good by 2020 standards. I mean, I played Chrono Trigger my sophomore year of college, and I thought that was pretty good. Did you play anything related to Chrono Trigger before that? No. Hmm. That was me. I think you're being contrarian. (laughs) 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 I don't don't trust you now. Um, I mean, Lucas's uh, just obscene love for Japanese video games also has to have some sort of effect on how he views them, right? I mean... 
think of how much better Japanese games have gotten since then. Like, Japanese games don't exist in a vacuum where they just peaked in the 90s and then never improved. Like, all the new... All, all the new... Uh, anime boob physics the gameplay is literally exactly the same it's just the the physics of the faces that appear in cutscenes with subtitles are yeah but that's objectively better, better if that's the only thing that's changed <laughs> but that's that got better then yeah, they're better i mean you know I mean, I am on record saying that uh, me watching my dad play Metal Gear Solid when I was four definitely forever skewed my perception of good media. But, but, um, mm, I. Okay, so Chrono Trigger, I'm looking it up because I didn't know what it was. Yeah, that's like a JRPG game. Yeah. I'm assuming, yeah, that's that one, that type of genre. They might have had something back in the 90s that could compare. But, like, is it bad that I don't consider them? <laughs> Those kind of do consider, like, exist in a little bit of a vacuum. Like, I mean, I, 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 I okay, okay, okay. I, let, okay. Me, let me try to come up with a comparison here. Ryan, do you think there are any black and white movies that hold up against modern cinema? <laughs> Oh, oh not really? No. <laughs> yeah, not really, dude. <laughs> have you seen a lot of black and white movies? Because I have, and mm, <laughs> let's just say we've refined the narrative structure of what a movie should be, and therefore <laughs> they're never going to like be as good via modern sensibilities. Like in the seventies, we literally basically reinvented what a movie was. So if you go before that. Almost always, you're gonna be like, mm, "This isn't an entertaining or good movie." I don't know how to put it. So I don't know if that informs you a little bit more on why I maybe have this opinion. But I mean, there, there's a point where like a movie or like a piece of media becomes so far removed from modern day sensibilities that it's just objectively not as good in the lens of the modern times i don't know how to explain it better than that i guess ryan holtz not only a progressive but a modernist damn (laughs) well we've talked about like jrpgs before and discussed how like the limitations of the genre almost define the genre yeah so it would be it's kind of hard to truly improve the mechanics because if you improve them too much then it's no longer a jrpg in some ways it's a it's a an actual (laughs) yeah it's just an action adventure game if you if you like oh 3d graphics like not top down like you know first person perspective it's not not, jrpg mm -hmm. so in in a way yeah that genre could almost exist in a vacuum and like didn't really improve but like the vast majority of games like if you played the first Doom today and that was your first ever first-person shooter, you'd you'd be like, mm, no, it's not that good in comparison with na- you name it first-person I, shooter game. Okay, I definitely- so I I agree with you, Ryan, here objectively. But in defense of Lucas, I will say that oh, just I mean like R- Ryan's opinion on this is the same as mine. Oh, okay. with video games, it's you know it's different because video games nowadays are so like objectively technologically better and can do different things and have improved but that being said sometimes greatness can be a measure of how influential something is for the media down the line oh absolutely and 
and I know that you personally, Ryan, have you know used that yep. as your reasoning in the past. That's, so but that's a different for me. That's a different category. How good something is is not the same as like how influential and important it is. I've actually had this exact discussion with Ian, by the way, <laughs> and like because he's like, oh, I think that. What was it? He we, we were talking about Bioshock versus Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. And he was specifically like, I think Bioshock is better than Bioshock Infinite. And I'm like, like as a game, you think it's a better video game? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, so does it make sense if like Bioshock Infinite is a direct successor, same mechanics, same everything? Like maybe you can split hairs about like I enjoyed the story of this one more than the other. But I think a lot of people really appreciated the story of Bioshock Infinite. So I'm like, so in a way, Bioshock Infinite kind of has to be better than Bioshock because it's just better technologically. Like they made slight improvements over time. And Ian was like, well, I don't agree because I think that, you know, because Bioshock informed Bioshock Infinite, Bioshock has to be inherently better. And I'm like, well, that's not mm. true to me. Like, I, I, I consider those things two different categories. Like, if you picked up Bioshock Infinite and played it before playing Bioshock, like I did, you're going to think Bioshock Infinite is better because it's just the same game, but better. Like, but if you played Bioshock first, then you, it might, like, skew your perception of it. And then if I can get you to admit that, like, no, I just think that it's because this game came first and informed things, it was way more influential on the genre... I'll give you all those points, but I don't think that's the same as the game being good, like being objectively better, like a better video game playing experience, you know? I will give all the props in the world to these like predecessor games like Doom and everything like that, but I don't think that if a modern gamer just picked up the first Doom for the first time ever right now, that they would think that game is good, and they shouldn't because it's kind of not. <laughs> but but it's but it's incredibly important, right. you know, like that and it, it deserves all the credit in the world. But they're kind of like two separate categories in my head. I, like there's there's so, an objective how good something is, and then there's like, you know, how important they were. Mm-hmm. So if Lucas instead of saying one of the you know X video game from 1995 that I played on the you know Nintendo whatever, instead of him saying it's one of the best video games, if he said it's one of the greatest video games, yeah. would would that change your? I, okay. I would, yeah. That, okay. To me, that and it's the same as like greatest of all time versus best of all time, like NFL players. Like, if you're looking at greatest of all time, it kind of almost has to be Tom Brady at this point. But do I think he's the best, like most skilled quarterback to ever play? Not really. Mm-hmm. Like, so I I, th- I think yeah, those are kind of two different two different categories. And yeah, if you want to say greatest, which sums up like influential, like. Uh, you know novelty how, how important they were to the media at medium at the time like shit like that then yeah that to me absolutely those games should get credit and there's a fuck ton of them on snes now i didn't play them <laughs> so there's probably not going to be much value to me as a gamer like <laughs> i'm not gonna for me when i play like off-road the baja it's because i'm like i remember when i was eight and me and my next door neighbor hooked up two snes controllers and had to blow into the cartridge so that the game would work and then didn't really know how to play very well. So we were just like running over all the four wheelers, even though that gave you a penalty and shit. Like, you know, that it, it brings up nostalgia. That's the only reason I would play it. I would never play it versus like fucking Forza, like soup or, you know, you name it, modern racing sim that just is objectively better. Like, I don't know. I The only counter argument I will make is uh, in your description of games iterating on each other, 
mm-hmm. it's supposed to work in the way where they get sequentially better, sequentially more impressive. But that's not yep. always the case. Oh, it's not always the right. case. Absolutely, but I'll give you that. I'd make the. Ar- I thought in Bioshock it was the case. Okay, this yeah. was the I, argument I was making. I'd make the argument that like every, the Pokemon franchise peaked with the remakes of Gold and Silver, and everything after that, despite being technically more impressive, despite like bunch of new bells and whiffle, uh, whistles and just different stuff. It's like, no, you guys, did, you got lightning in a bottle, and now everything after is just kind of not not as good. I think that totally happens. Like, I think you can look at a million different series where they just kind of peter out and, like, they peak and then they they kind of lose, like, anything new to say. And so as a result, you know, they're not necessarily as good. Mm -hmm. But I I think I was in that specific instance. And I think as a whole, like, if you just take the mean of video games produced, video games are just getting sequentially better Mm. as time marches on and technology improves. Um, And in that particular instance, that particular video game series, which was Bioshock, for me, as someone who played Bioshock Infinite first, I was like, this is so much better. Like, for me, as someone who played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood first, and then went back to Assassin's Creed 1 and wanted to die. Like, <laughs> it's it's objectively better. Like, it's a better video game. Like, now, did I think that, like, what was the fucking English game? Did I, Or Assassin's Creed 3 even was better than some of the Ezio games? Like, no. <laughs> But, like, I went back to Assassin's Creed 1, which was way more influential and, like, changed a lot of shit about the industry. That game fucking sucks, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, you, go, you go home, your dad says, like, all right, you did the thing. Like, or not your dad, your mentor or whatever. You did the thing. Now here's a piece of armor. All right, now go kill this guy. And then you kill that guy, come back home. You did the thing. Here's another piece of armor. Now go kill this guy. Like, it's fucking Crash, dude. I, I love the difference between your dad voice and your mentor voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to put a little bit of a different inflection for dad and you can, you can get are a, you, you are you killing son? Yeah. <laughs> you can get away for you choose a mentor. Like they don't get to be as gruff. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. saw a meme the other day that was like it was the still the same like drawing thing. It's like, wait, you've always been winning, son. It's got done. <laughs> oh my always God. have been, Dad. Intersectionality and in memes. <laughs> I've seen, and then there's a meme talking about that. Like when a meme has to reference another meme, how it has a really fancy like art term. Because there was an art movement talking about like post-referential modernism or something oh, was the God. title. Where like. You have to have knowledge of the original piece as well as like knowledge of current trends and like and they're like this is like memes have actually started to mimic like art movements art, where yes. now you can you can have meta memes that have to ref you have to have knowledge of other memes in order to understand the piece. And do you it's think like, hundred years from now do you think a hundred years from now we'll have like exhibits and art museums where they just have like extremely in, like either influential memes or like just the greatest version of a meme fucking so hot take andrew bring it yeah i think memes will never be in art museums because they're better than art oh <laughs> like memes are inherently more about like dissemination and getting to everyone and everyone can participate and you can put your own like spin on them and everything like that art is kind of like inherently like um, it's, exclusionary it's, yeah it's exclusionary it's of the ruling class like it mm-hmm. is it is uh 
it is what's it called it is uh what commissioned by the ruling class like Ooh. carried out by people whose skills are better than everyone else's like in a, in an objective sense and then enjoyed primarily by like the ruling class like yeah. and and if it's not like a lot of times the the people the, the bourgeoisie uh are a little like they don't they, they don't necessarily get it because they're not meant to you know and i feel like memes are kind of diametrically opposed and in a way better like <laughs> So, no, they won't be in an art museum, but I think they might be more revered in 100 years than a lot of art. <laughs> that being <laughs> At least amongst, said, like, a broad like population. That I being, like it. That being said, if somebody wanted to make a piece of art that was just a Wojak face, and then below <laughs> that, this is not a meme written in French, I would pay money for that. I would hang that up in my apartment. <laughs> And that's another, yeah, that's the thing about memes, right? In a way, they kind of do mock art because a lot of meme templates are based on like artists that that put a lot of time into a into a into a piece of media, and they they've been completely co-opted to the point where the artist has no recognition left, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And I have respect for artists and what they do, and they absolutely are incredibly talented and should, you know, be respected for that talent. But memes are kind of like a better way to express culture in a lot of ways <laughs> like so no they won't be in art museums but they'll be better <laughs> they'll be in online databases for the masses to consume which is better and consume we will always and that my dying breath is going to be i, I could have saved one more meme <laughs> oh others i wish I consumed more media. <laughs> no, was, I, I have a I have a personal doomsday hard drive, oh just filled God. to the brim with uh, classic and endangered memes. So it's it's like uh, Schindler's List for memes. Oh oh fuck! I was gonna say it's the uh, like the giant grain and vegetable yeah, yeah, yeah. storage the, the, seed, the seed seed yeah. bank in Norway or whatever. Yeah. Yep. But with rare and endangered memes that memes. people are looking to exterminate. They're out there to try to wipe them off the face of the planet. And I'm saving them. And in a hundred years, when, I, when I'm respected as, as the person who saved memes, uh, my, my dying words are going to be, I wish I could have saved one more. Like Oscar Schindler. <laughs> Oh no, Ryan! The yeah. meme storage facility—it's—it's it's running out of power. We gotta do something. Scrap the vines; they take up too much data. We gotta <laughs> save what we can. I oh okay, that is actually a very interesting question, Ryan. If mm-hmm. you are in this hypothetical situation where one genre of meme has to die, or one format of meme has to die, so that the others can live. Which one's getting the axe? So, like, just what people call memes sometimes, such as, like, viral vines Uh or, like, viral TikToks, those aren't memes. Like, those are just funny short videos. Like, they absolutely have merit in their own, but they're not true memes. Like, they're they're, unless they can be expounded upon, Mm -hmm. paradised, and, like, made personal, then it's not really a meme. Like, it's it's not something that should be classified as a true meme. So, I guess... If people are saving their favorite vines, like their le- the legendary two bros chilling in a hot tub type vines, those aren't 
I wouldn't want those. Those would absolutely be one of the first ones to go because that's not a measure of culture in the same sense. It's more just like, this is funny, which has our, merit, mm-hmm. but not the, not the same. that use the audio of like other TikToks or other videos for the purpose of like making They're absolutely yeah. It, that's a meme, right? They're absolutely more meme okay. than Vines. Like okay. 100%. The, the modern TikTok experience where, again, it kind of requires you to have a base level knowledge of like, previous iterations of tiktok and like what you know some of the famous original videos were are absolutely like memes like in a weird way and they're there it is allowing people to like interact with them and uh you know put their own spin on it baby i studied this in college <laughs> i, <laughs> I have a degree in memes <laughs> i didn't just go i got my degree in memes it was a minor, but it's a certificate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that fantastic note, uh, I think we got to go to time.is and do a clap sync. Let's do it. Oh, my God. I went to time.gov. <gasps> no. The place we now shall never speak. <laughs> the government knows our location. <laughs> They're going to come for the memes, Ryan. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Also, I will say that Super Mario Bros. 2 was on the SNES, and if that's just not the apex of video games, I don't know what is. <laughs> Super Mario Bros. 2, baby! Yeah! That's the, the donkey joke. In every in every single top ten video games of the year, his number one game is Super Mario Bros. 2. <laughs> like, he'd be like, number really? nine, Overwatch. Overwatch is... Blah, blah, blah. But then like, when he gets to one, it's Super Mario Brothers 2, baby! Nothing compares! So, like, really, his number two game is his number one game, but it's fun. Good, good times with memes. It's a good game. You got, you got Mouser. You got Shy Guys for the first time. You got a creepy, creepy mask that'll kill you if you have a key. Which not to love. Only if you have a key? Yes. They only show up if you're holding a key. Hmm. Yeah. I've never played Super Mario Brothers 2. <gasps> no, they're high. Isn't it like really hard to get a hold of? Um I don't well, I Emulators, it... Andrew. <laughs> well <laughs> Emulators exist. There are no old games that are hard to get a hold of. Hmm. Legally, maybe. The big but yeah, when the you big sail game. the seven seas are <laughs> Everything's available when you sail to seven seas, matey. Gyar. Is that what and it sound like? Gyar. Gyar. According to the it movie Dodgeball, they do. I think it sounds like what's it called? It sounds like um, Hot Fuzz. The when oh, the hound. Yark. Yeah, the Yark. hound's character in Hot Fuzz. Narp. 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 Well, all right then. All right then. 
Thank you all so much for listening to episode um, 85 of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on July 14th, 2020, if I didn't say that before. Um, once again, if you're able to, please uh, donate to the Act Blue link uh, in the description of this uh, episode. That will go to a collection of great causes, uh, help out a lot of groups in need of help. Um, once again, we decided to stop doing the listing off of marginalized communities that deserve acknowledgement and support because that got a little too jokey for a serious issue um but again uh yeah shout outs to all of those communities and uh support them if you are able keep fighting stay angry and we hope you will tune in tomorrow for another episode of the quarantine cast goodbye be good to each other mm. hold your memes tight <laughs> <laughs> Hug your memes tonight, citizens.